0: Hi, this is Cameron.
1: And I'm Jorge Luis.
0: And today we have Brenda Part 2 for what's going on in her current life.
1: Let's hear her incredible stories and plans for the future, starting now.
2: Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope.
0: Hi, this is Cameron Graham Vivanco
1: and I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm
0: the co-founder of Education Was Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador
1: and I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals Age in Ecuador as well.
0: Education equals hope exists to provide for the education of students in desperate and difficult situations.
1: And now, our main hope for this podcast is to keep you, all of our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world informed as to what is happening with our ministry here in the country.
0: Because we couldn't do it without you. It is incredibly important to have this community of people around us as we do this work. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And speaking of community, we have Brenda Martinez back with us. Yay! Yay! <laughs> she is part of our community, part of the circle of the the family of Equals H. And last week, we got to hear kind of the. Equals H got to support you in your university career and graduating mm-hmm. with a bachelor's in nursing, and then the whole process to become licensed and fulfill the um, the requirements. The Ecuadorian government requires uh, doctors, te- doctors, nurses, dentists, all sorts of medical professionals uh, to that you get a stipend. I mean, it's not completely voluntary, yeah. but it's not <laughs> much of a
2: stipend. <laughs>
0: Uh, to in to do medical things in the rural areas of Quito, of Ecuador, and then you left that, and then God has opened some other doors. So that's really what we're most excited about now. I mean, we were excited about your rural. Don't get us <laughs> wrong, but most excited to hear um, to hear your heart. It has always been to care for those mm-hmm. in desperate and difficult situations, and and how that is opening these days <laughs> tell us Brenda tell us
2: <laughs> yes thank you thank you for having me once again uh yeah so like since I finished the rural you know the internship that I did uh last year wow oh my gosh uh so I finished in December of 2022 uh, two. and then came back to to Quito um in February of this year of 2023 and I was, you know, starting to look for some jobs. I started to apply for jobs, but unfortunately, the current situation of the country is not so good. Uh, so, which I, it makes it hard harder for doctors, nurses, and other uh, um, medical providers to get access to you know, to a job in a hospital or even clinics. But I was praying to the Lord to. S- to see what was next, you know, next in the store, and I was uh, completely sure that he was going to, you know, open the doors and make sure that, um, you know, I got the job that he wanted me to be in. So I started uh, working with Youth World in the, in the department in the department of uh, health initiatives, doing a lot of education, uh, prevention, which is uh, something uh, that I love education the most. Education,
0: prevention, education and prevention of diseases. Education and Prevention Prevention of of Diseases. (laughs) I was like, wait a second. I don't think I understand health
2: initiatives. (laughs) Uh, Well, yes. So so basically working with some neighborhoods and uh, also in uh, vulnerable situations, uh, getting to do... Uh, A lot of, uh, as I said, uh, education to family members, to churches, uh, educating about, you know, like different diseases, how to avoid them, giving some uh, lessons on the first aid uh, training and things like that, and also focusing on community development uh, with uh, some of these neighborhoods as well. And then just started this new opportunity to uh, partner with Education Equals Hope and to this new also, health initiatives uh, with to help um, kids from the program in one of their locations, uh, the church called Yosis Amor,
0: uh, doing medical checkups with the kids. Great. So, I'm going to, s- I love context. And it's been proven <laughs> to me many times that it's important. So, uh, you were hired to be a missionary, to raise your own funds. You yep. went to the States, you did that. Some of your supporters are listening to come and work in a department of youth world called Health Initiatives. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Health Initiatives does is CPR training and first mm-hmm. aid training, things like that. But you guys are also kind of the health branch of community development in different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as that has been growing and working, one of the things that, that you and I have had many conversations about is, like, getting your hands dirty. <laughs> like, I want to be with the people. And funny enough, Educational's Hope has lots of people, <laughs> that yeah. have lots of students. And so out of the health initiatives, um, uh, kind of out of that department, one of the things that you guys have started to do is you created basically a doctor's office. Mm-hmm or nurse's office, like it's like a school nurse's office at one of our Equals H ministry sites wearing that Equals H um, gear walking in the door, because that's going to give you the trust Mm -hmm. and the confidence that the community needs to have in the person in order for you to be able to make an impact, but tell us what you've been doing at Dioces Amor. Yeah. Thank you for
2: giving context. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. But yeah, basically just everything that you said. Uh, so I ended up, um, serving at, at DSS Amor. I've been serving there for, uh, a month now and what we're doing in this church is that uh, we're working not only with the kids from Education Equals Hope that belong to the program but also with their families and also some uh, church members mm-hmm. so we have created a small space that serves as a doctor's office, as a nurse nurse's office uh, and I get to see kids and patients of all different ages uh, and you're them... legal
0: to do this, like yeah. you have a license <laughs> yes, let's just celebrate
2: that for <laughs> (laughs) 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 Yes, nothing illegal happening here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I get to um, see kids from different ages, uh, teenagers, adults, and basically they will come with different issues, such as, you know, like a cold or the flu, or some of them who have already been diagnosed with artrosis or arthritis, they will come and they will need some painkillers, or they will need help uh, being educated to how to do exercises at home that would help them uh, is the pain, you know, their hands or their feet. Uh, We'll have some um, moms who are hypertensive or others who have been diagnosed with uh, diabetes or different other diagnoses. And then with those who have already been diagnosed, who have already got a treatment, I just make sure that they're following the treatment. If they have any questions, they can ask me. And we also have some sporadic cases of Uh, An emergency, for example, the other day I was there, um, a kid had, you know, fell down playing soccer and uh, he thought his elbow was broken, which was not, thank God but uh, he came here he came to the church because he knew that I was there uh, and I'm not there by myself I, I, I'm helping with another um, uh, leader of the church her name is Alida and she has some knowledge in uh, when it comes to like emergency care and all that stuff so she has been the one helping me because she also knows the community mm-hmm. uh, and she has been a member of the church for 20 years mm-hmm. so people know her trust her and she's she's amazing uh, so anyway Ways, you know, for example, this kind of an emergencies, he came in, you know, check his elbow. Definitely there is so much that you can do, but which was basically stabilize the arm, helping with some painkillers. And then obviously he needed to get an x-ray, which we don't have in the church yet. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: yeah, like she yet. said, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's slowly getting there, you know, like so being able to help with those kind of emergencies, because where the church is located in this neighborhood uh, is First of all, is pretty far away and it's up into, like, a, it, on, a, on a hill. And funny story, they don't have a pharmacy close by. And the closest pharmacy is a 20 minute drive from where the church is. Mm-hmm. So if someone even gets a toothache or anything, they don't have a pharmacy nearby to get par- uh, ibuprofen mm-hmm. or anything. To let's the just pain.
0: pause real quick that ibuprofen is not sold in a bottle here. Yeah. <laughs> it comes in individual blister with yeah. blister packs. Yes. So you literally walk into a pharmacy to buy one ibuprofen. Yeah. You don't go to Costco yeah. to get a bottle of 200 and no. just have them around. Like You only ever <laughs> Yeah. spend money on that in the moment that you actually need it. Yes. And if you if you have the money yeah. to spend on it. And yeah.
1: all you can get is what you are actually going to use right now. So usually most of the doctors, they will give you, you know, the the orders so that you can buy it.
0: A prescription even. A prescription, mm-hmm. but
1: it's only for the amount of
2: time that, that you're supposed that, to take. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's pretty clear practically it so that's why like some things like the, what you're doing with them is going a little bit further with that in providing something that is a little bit more closer to them mm-hmm.
2: yes um, also something that we're doing and what we're trying to focus in the future for next year uh, it's um, education as I said I believe it's something is the, the key to change the future and when it comes to help education also also helps uh, we are creating Gosh,
0: education equals hope <laughs>
2: Uh, We are creating a schedule for next year uh, that includes, um, you know, education of, you know, as I said, first aid training. Uh, We're going to talk about sex education for the teenagers.
0: Which is, like, not talked about at all, ever. (laughs) It's still very much of a Catholic country in the fact that, like— like there is it's so taboo like we've already said and
1: even less from the academic medical side which is a huge huge Mm -hmm. step for these communities that they're going to hear this not only from a moral kind of side Mm -hmm. but they're just listening about like Mm -hmm. you know the medical side of how to take care of your own body Mm -hmm. and how to have like a sexual life that is healthy and have healthy boundaries within it which is a huge huge step
2: it is absolutely you know different topics uh, such as hygiene you know like how to wash your mouth you know like you know brush your teeth, teeth. Br- brush <laughs> your teeth all that stuff and other different topics that are not talked about and we want to focus in uh as i said uh, in the in the last podcast i believe in holistic health that is not just about physical but also going a little bit farther and we're working with fam- families uh of education equals hope children so we're not only seeing the kid but also how their family is and how they're living you know for example the other day i had a mom coming in she had already had a couple different diagnoses uh she's already been seen by her uh doctor she's got the medicine she's got all that stuff but she still came in with a bunch of questions because she's been treated into the public system and sometimes um, medical appointments are really short like Fifteen minutes, and they just give you medicine, and they don't tell you what it is for. And then people get scared; they don't know what is happening. what And mm-hmm. so she just had questions. She was like, "I'm taking this. I don't know why the doctor sent me. Like, I don't know." So I went through all the medicine, explain which pill does what and why. Mm-hmm. You know, how does the your kidney work? How does this affect this and this and this? And help her understand. Wow. And also going a little bit further because she said, uh, "You know, like I have contest, content." content I cannot say a word Since continuous fin- headaches I don't know continuous continuous <laughs> that's a new word but
0: anyways uh, I'm so I'm so happy she does that in English because <laughs> I do it in Spanish all the time back to you
2: <laughs> and you know like she just had you know um neck pain so touch her felt a lot of tension and then just ask a simple question like Uh, How's your family? Have you had any stress? And she just started crying, you know, like she just had a lot going on. And she said that some of her she shared with me some of her personal problems and that also affects her health. Mm -hmm. So part of the program is not just, as I said, handing out vitamins or, you know, like Tylenol. Uh, but also going a little bit farther. like ask what the real issue is, you know, going to the bottom of the iceberg, mm-hmm. because there are some families that, yes, they're sick, but why are they sick? Why are they suffering from malnutrition? Is it because the dad and the mom are unemployed and because they're only eating bread at breakfast and they don't have any way to find or to buy protein because they don't have the resources, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like that kind of, of service of what we're doing. We mm-hmm. want to continue uh, promoting health. And helping in emergencies, obviously doing relief, but also doing development at the same time, which is mm-hmm. what Education equals Help does with the kids.
0: Look how that all just dovetails together so beautifully. Just, <laughs> it's almost like God had a plan, <laughs> and we're just like catching up to it <laughs> yet again. Um, Brenda, would you tell us the story of the the young lady who had had the lice? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the that's really. The urgency that we had this idea, we'd had some conversations, you were talking within the Department of Health Initiatives of like, hey, I'd really, instead of just doing all the theoretical and the research, like I'd really like to get my hands dirty. And then Dio Moore came to us with a a sweet girl who had more lice than Mm. I had any idea was ever possible. I mean, it looked like she just had gray hair, Yeah, had so much, so many lice and lice eggs on on her hair.
2: Yeah, that was definitely really, like, even shocking for me, even though I've treated patients with lice before. You know, even some moms at home, they don't have to take them to the doctor. They just get a shampoo and that's it. But this was one of the streamest cases ever because uh, this little girl, uh, her name is Brittany, and she is only 12 years old, but she looks like she's seven. She's really tiny, fragile, uh, comes... Oof. From a hard and difficult context in their family, no mom, no dad. I mean, they they do exist. They're still alive, but they're not in the picture. They Mm -hmm. just show up whenever they want to. She's in charge of her grandma, who does a tremendous job at uh, keeping everything, you know, like— uh, stable in the house, you know, providing somehow, like, uh, education and also uh, helping the, the, the grandchildren, you know, to be at home and to have a home and to have food on their tables. So with this girl, she has suffered suffer from lice, uh, we believe she said that gra- the grandma said that she noticed that she was like, you know, um, scratching. scratching her hair um, like six months ago. Mm. But definitely it was more than that. It was like a year of mm. having that lace going on in her, in, in her hair. And she didn't want to talk about it because she felt uh, ashamed of it. Mm. So she didn't she didn't want anybody to touch it. A lot of people from the church noticed, uh, but she would not let them get mm-hmm. close to her and she has been um she's been seen by the psychologist because she also has some um uh, other issues going on when it comes to her um forgot the word again you it you in spanish. i even forgot the word in spanish <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting worried so about maybe
0: <laughs> what Auto-esteem. Self-esteem. Self-esteem. Self-esteem, there I'm you go. i worried about Brenda. I don't know. You know. The dementia setting in early.
2: <laughs> right? Oh, no. <laughs> Self-esteem, there you JK. go. Uh, so it was hard for her, you know, like just to let us see her and... We have to see her in order to treat her. So the first time I went, she didn't want to come to church. See, she hid. We tried to, you know, we try to find her. She hid, but then we eventually found her in her house, and uh, she started crying. She didn't want me to see her. I guess it was part of like she feeling ashamed. She didn't know what was going on. I was a stranger. To her, but I talked to her and I explained what I was gonna do and how the things are gonna go and and all that stuff. So calm her down. Now we're besties now. You're <laughs> We're besties Yay. now. And and yeah, after three weeks of treatment, uh, all the lies went away. We're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Wow. It took it's almost gone. a month. Yeah, but we had to cut her hair. Yeah, we didn't shave her. Thank God, but but yeah.
0: Good. she's good yeah we um we're so thrilled to get to be a part of your life and your story and that um how we have been able to pour into you is now turning around and you're pouring in to the students of educational's hope and it just feels like a dream come true again uh, if anyone's ever heard me do the uh the equals h orientation i talk about how we We don't draw these things out on a whiteboard (laughs) and be like, okay, well, let's have Brenda do this for this many years, and then she's going to turn around, she's going to come back, and she's going to help this. It's just following God's next right step, and I'm Mm -hmm. thrilled that that we still get to be a part of that next right thing for what God is calling you to do. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service at Dios S Amor. Um, our doors are always open for whatever yeah. uh, whatever way we can partner with health, health initiatives. What you guys are doing is, um, is phenomenal and that we can play a small role in It's it just a gift and a blessing, uh, especially for our students, uh, because they are the ones who receive that. So thank you, Brenda, very, very much. Thank you, and thank you for the opportunity. Um, If you would like to support uh, a student in a desperate and difficult situation, uh, primarily through education, uh, please go to educationalshope.org. Look for the Ecuador country and hit the Donate Now button or Donate Now on the general page, and that will help all of our ministries worldwide. If you'd like to support Brenda and her missionary role as she is working in these communities as well, you can go to... It's still on our website, right? Yeah, but if so, there's yeah. a page <laughs> there's, a, there's a Brenda page on our <laughs> website somewhere because that's all through Educational's Hope. Uh, just have a, like, pour yourself a cup of coffee, explore the web page. <laughs> um, we are so thankful to get to do life with all of our supporters and all of our families. So thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.